In this week's episode, myself and Josh will share how prioritizing your mental and spiritual health is not only necessary, but vital for growth. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one about creating space. Welcome to Coffee and Convos. My name is Josh, and welcome to this beautiful Friday. As always, I am joined by my beautiful, my lovely, my gorgeous, and sexy co-host, who also is my wife, Becca. Better be. Jeez. (laughs) So, Becca, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, This week has definitely been crazy. Um, Lots of projects and things to do, and just never enough time to do it. I feel like all we've been doing is running around and trying to clean our house in between it all. (laughs) Work, especially in the hotel industry, it is 365 every single day, and it feels like we just never have enough time. Yeah. And then our personal life, we're just like, all right, it's bedtime, and (laughs) we got this new routine, which we'll kind of talk on tonight in our life, um, that's really helped us, um, definitely. But if you are new... Uh, We want to say welcome to our channel. Uh, This is a growing podcast, and uh, we would love for you to be a weekly listener. We drop a new, fresh podcast every single Friday, um, one that's relevant, what's going on in culture and just in life. And so uh, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can give us a follow on uh, Spotify and on Google Play as well. Leave us a rating. Uh, I know when you subscribe to the channel, you'll get notified immediately when we drop new content. Um, But your listening helps this podcast go further and farther than we could ever dream. To think that we have thousands of listeners is truly humbling, and it wouldn't be possible uh, without you. And so thank you so much for listening. We want to also make mention that we have a Patreon set up for this channel uh, to help fund it, to make it go farther, and just make it better. Uh, And Patreon is such a great way to support the arts, and podcasting is an art form. And so um, thank you guys for for those who are supporters. You guys are amazing. Um, In the show notes, the link for Patreon will be there, as well as on our Instagram, uh, which we have an Instagram too. So give us a follow there. We'll post updates and just kind of random pictures um, about what's going on in our world and coffee. And so you definitely want to stay in the know with that. Um, and speaking of coffee, tonight we don't have any new coffee to drink, which is <laughs> weird for a podcast that has yeah. the name coffee in it. Uh, we just haven't had time yet again. Yeah. But, but I will say this my inner white girl is screaming right now <laughs> because it is PSL season. For all those that don't know what PSL is, pumpkin spice latte season. And he is obsessed. I am obsessed. I somehow missed the memo that Starbucks dropped pumpkin spice on the 25th. So I got it on the 26th. And I walked into work and all of our housekeeping ladies, I was like, it's PSL season. And they just <laughs> were probably like, wow. <laughs> yeah. This dude is. <laughs> They're definitely learning a lot about jobs. Yeah. You know, this I've got. This season brings out uh, different. Uh, Different side of them. I love, I love pumpkin spice. It is my favorite thing to go in coffee. And so, Ted, if you're listening. You like pumpkin anything. Pumpkin true. donut, pumpkin pancakes. Pumpkin. This is good. I know. Like, who doesn't like it. pumpkin? 
So Ted, if you're listening. Sorry. Ted is the owner of Symmetry, by the way. Symmetry Coffee and Crepes. Just release pumpkin spice, okay? Don't <laughs> wait until October. Trust me. I will come into your shop and spend a lot of money. Release mm, it sooner. That's a negative, Ted. <laughs> you will not be doing that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, Becca, tell us, what are we going to be talking on tonight? So, tonight we are going to be diving in a little bit and just talking about the idea of creating space in our life and what that means and how how we're doing that um so the past so this beginning of this month i mean the beginning of this week i'll start from there um i sort of came to terms i guess with myself um that I was struggling and I had been struggling for probably, I would say probably at least a month Mm. and just struggling in the sense of my emotions were like kind of crazy. I just was super sad or grouchy constantly with like little like specks of, joy and laughter and stuff like that and obviously josh and jude made me extremely happy and um so i mean they've been amazing but it was those moments like when i was alone or whatever i just felt like super super lonely and Mm. super sad and you know with josh's work schedule and with the way mine is i'm alone a lot um at just random kind of times during the day so and I, you know, I, I have a lot of space at work from where I work. So I don't like always have someone like I'm talking to or something like that. Like I do a lot of my work with, you know, by myself. So, um, so there's a lot of moments, um, I think of a vulnerability and, um, being susceptible to loneliness. And so, um, but this has never really necessarily been a huge struggle for me. Um, there's only one other season in my life that I can distinctly remember where I really struggled with feeling lonely. And, um, you know, I think, I think for me being, you know, like a believer, being a leader, being all of these things, as much as I don't want to admit it, I think that I really struggled with the, fact that I wasn't okay. Um, because I know, like, I know the steps you're supposed to take and I know, like, you know, I know that God's for you and, you know, and he can get you, you know, he can shift, you know, whether it's depression or whatever it might be going through. And I really even had a hard time even classifying myself as potentially struggling with depression. Like I just, that wasn't even in my vocabulary. And I just, did never felt like I struggled with it. And well, I still struggle with the idea that I could have potentially been struggling with that. And so anyways, um, so just really struggling, um, you know, find, finding myself, you know, backbiting at Josh or waking up grouchy or never having energy, just being super tired and just um, not even – <laughs> Sorry, did you make a noise? 
Okay, I heard like a squeak and I thought it came from you. So it made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. These are those um, random moments. Those are the moments. <laughs> being real. Um, but just even moments of being just stressed out when I had to. This is like super vulnerable for me to say. But like being alone with Jude. And, like, trying to think of ways to, like, entertain him or should I be teaching him more things and, like, what should I be doing and getting stressed about that. And then just um, because I had such a lack of joy and energy, I just – all I wanted to do was lay in bed and I just wanted to be left alone, like, really and truly. Um, And I hate even saying that because, like, I just – I love spending time with my son. But for this past season, I just have struggled with it. Mm. And, um, so anyways, sort of fast forward, I think it was Monday. It was Monday. Yeah. Um, I really decided that I'd had enough, um, just of all of it. I had enough of feeling sorry, feeling sad, feeling lonely, feeling whatever it is, upset, grouchy, um, struggling with my like just the way that I look you know way that my clothes were fitting I was just struggling and I decided that I just I can't take it anymore and so um I think for me it was that was like the turning point of me finally coming to terms that something wasn't okay and if I wanted to fix it I needed to actually do something about it like it wasn't just gonna go away and so, and this is different, I feel like, for everyone, like, those steps on, like, what you do when you finally come to terms with the fact that something's not right and something needs to shift. But for me, I wanted to start it off with um, really creating space for myself to um, to work out, for myself to grow spiritually, Mm. um, to have some mental peace and quiet, Mm. um, creating those kinds of moments for myself so that I could, um, so that I could heal in whatever facet I needed. I just needed my soul to heal, um, from something. And so, but I just didn't, just didn't really know quite what it was. And I, knew I needed to make a shift. So anyways, I had, you know, talked to Josh and I was like, listen, you know, I am going to, I'm going to commit to waking up at five in the morning on work days and getting up and working out that way I have plenty of, you know, time to shower and cool off before I have to, you know, get ready. Cause if you're a girl, you know, it, it's hard to do makeup <laughs> and your hair when you're sweating and you're not cooled off. So I needed some extra time, but I knew it meant that I had to wake up earlier. So, um, so I started doing that. When I came home on Monday, I, you know, set Jude up and I decided to, um, work out that night and then I was going to start my morning routines the following for the rest of the days of the week and so I did that um, and then I would like listen to a message or listen to worship while I got ready um, so that I could just spend some time and then you know on my way to work doing like actual like quiet time praying and just listening to the Lord and so sorry I'm talking a lot but so all of this to say some of those were the the game changers for me so this is my fifth day doing this and I can tell like there's such a dramatic shift 
um, in the way that I approach things, in the way that I feel. Um, my energy is back. I, you know, I've been up since five, but, and I'm tired, but I'm not dragging like I was, yeah. like, or just feeling like, oh, I just want to put my PJs on and lay in bed and I don't want to do anything. Like, you know, I have moments like where I've been like cleaning more or digging on another project to organize or like whatever it is. Like I've been able to fulfill the things that I need to do by actually having the energy to do it because I think I was taking that space to fuel my soul and what I needed. Like that, you know, sometimes people joke about like self-care, but it's so important. Yeah. And I don't think that I was doing that enough for myself. I think that I was trying so much to like be a great wife and try and keep the house clean and be the mom and do all this. And that I was just like dying in the middle of it. Um, Which she's incredible, by the way. (laughs) Thanks. But anyway, sorry. I'm going to pass it to you for a little bit. (laughs) No, I think I think what you just said was great. And. To give, you know, people context when they're hearing your story, um, I think there's so much change that's happened in our life Yeah, that's caused a lot of it. Yeah. Some of it maybe, you know, was stuff that's been there for a while. Starting to, like, um, un- unravel a little bit. <laughs> but to think, you know, we had pulled ourselves, because we just feel as the Lord, out of a community of believers, um, and really started to kind of venture out on our own. Yeah. You know, we had left what we had known and mm-hmm. went literally into the unknown. Yeah. Um, and so we're just in this, we're still, and you know, we, ha- we have a local church that we have plugged ourselves into, um, which has been really good um, for Becca. I haven't been able to enjoy it because I'm at work. So I'm definitely more of the podcast youtube right now listening yeah. you know to jesus culture and just some other and that's been like a shift in itself yeah is the fact that we haven't been able to go to church together um and be able to be like in corporate worship and stuff like that that we like i think we only had like what we had one <laughs> like one yeah. time yeah well yeah two twice twice but one because i, I wasn't two. expecting to start work that yeah soon. And I had, the first time I had Jude and he was like super tired. And so I didn't even get to like sit with Josh, but we only Which had Which we hadn't one. really set. I mean, in all my years of being a pastor, I can't really, I could maybe count on one hand how many services we sat in together. Yeah. Or like actually just like went to church together. Right. Like to sit in church and like leave and not have to like be in charge of something. Right. And that's like out of six years of being together. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely been such a crazy turn of events. Like it's just been a lot to adjust to. And so this is something that, uh, you know, I want to, I want to spend a few moments just talking about, which we've talked about on this podcast before, But I I just want someone, whoever's listening to hear this, the greatest thing you can prioritize in your life right now is not your going to the gym. It's not your 401k. It's none of that. The greatest thing that you can prioritize right now is your mental health Mm -hmm. um, and your spiritual health. Because those two things, number one, they go hand in hand. Um, I don't believe you can be healthy mentally for sure, but how's your soul doing? Mm-hmm. And far too often, we'll go spend a lot of money. Like here's here's a great example. I'll go drop hundreds and hundreds of dollars at Disney. Why? Because I love Disney. 
But the moment that, because this happened, so I'm going to be transparent, I had scheduled an appointment with a counselor that I knew. Uh, this has probably been about eight months ago, maybe even a little bit longer. Um, I knew I had some stuff I wanted to work on and just some things that were kind of in my heart. And so I, you know, I wanted to take to someone professionally to get some help. And we get to the end of the session and the guy, you know, is like, all right, uh, so you know, say it's going to cost $75. And I remember this instant moment of like, $75. Oh, like what? Yeah. I thought we were best friends. Like I was just talking to you. And like clearly I knew I had to pay. But yeah. it, it's funny how we'll spend a lot of money on leisure. Mm-hmm. And then we will be like, well, I don't know if I got enough money for my mental health. Like I was literally talking to someone the other day about how they should go check out. Uh, it's a really great place here in Ocala called My, my Life Council. Highly encourage it. Go there. They are amazing people. They helped me work through my issue in one session. Um, it doesn't mean that it will be one session for you. Um, just for me. You already moment. had a previous experience in right. that first, you know, like, but there were just, it was some end things that you needed to work yeah. through. <laughs> just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, this person, you know, I was just like kind of giving them a rough estimate of what to expect cost-wise. And they're just like, ah, like, I don't know. Like, this seems like a lot of money. Like, and there's like this leeriness to mental health. It's like people are are so skeptical, maybe because of all the you know phonies and the fakes and whatnot. But I can assure you, um, number one, you mentally we all get to a point where we've just kind of we have too much in our mind. And we have to kind of decompress it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, their decompression is running to addictions. It's running to people. It's running to things without actually dealing with the problem. Yeah. And you can cover something up. I mean, here's the deal. If I chop off my finger tonight and I just wrap it with a Band-Aid, all I'm doing is covering up a major wound. And that's what we're doing mentally. When we just compress it and we don't do anything with it, we just keep covering up with th- different things. We're just compressing it and eventually it's going to unwind and it's going to kind of be ugly. Mm-hmm. And the same thing spiritually. Um, I can say that before I got a job, so that little mini season I had of leaving ministry and not having a full you know, uh, occupation, I was doing great. Because I had intentionally set up a 4.30 wake-up time. I was with the Lord. It was very productive. And now that I've gotten a job, at first, the first couple weeks were really hard. I'm just going to be transparent. Very hard spiritually. There was a lot of days where I was just like, I don't want to pray. I don't want to read the Word. I I don't want to do any of that. I just want to like focus on my job because it was a lot to learn. I want to focus on my family. And then I just love the way Jesus leads. Like, he's such a gentleman. I just remember him, like, one day I was I was driving in the car. And all I heard in my spirit was, I miss you. And it's just like, that's what happens when we don't prioritize our spiritual health. And, and hear me when I say this. I'm not saying be religious about it. I'm not saying, like... Um, you know, for some people, having a set schedule is what you need. Some people, that's just the way your your mindset is. 
being routined and scheduled is a good thing. Me. <laughs> Other people, it's not. And so you have to find what works. Um, but I would say in that, give yourself grace, too, for the days where, listen, some days is just going to be a Netflix and chill kind of day. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be like, let's get up and grind every single moment of the day. Like Sometimes you just got to chill. But then... Or chill however you chill. You know? Yeah. It could be working out or it could be dancing or painting or whatever. Right. Like, And those are the other things. Or it's like when, when you need that time to just do something that just makes you feel good. It doesn't have to necessarily require anything no. of, of you. Finding those things, those healthy things that allow you to font, like to take that break that you need. And so, you know, because I know plenty of people who are like, I don't even know what it means to sit down and like try and meditate. Like I don't know how to do that. Um, but for them, it's listening to music and, and doing, you know, uh, dancing, um, creating routines um, that they love to do. And yeah. like, that's what gets them Reading. like, you know, yeah, their creativity going. And like, those are the things that fulfill that space that they need where they can just kind of let go and be themselves. And I, you know, Tuesday, um, so for, for something like soul care, which I would, I would just say soul care is both mental, it's both spiritual and it's physical, like your body. Like you also need to care for your body because if you're just caring for your mind and your spirit, but your body sucks, you're still going to feel, yeah, you're going to feel miserable. Um, But every Tuesday I, you know, I intentionally set aside time. I do have people I meet with and friends and stuff, but I do set aside time for just me. Um, This past Tuesday, in fact, uh, I got to the coffee shop a little early just so I could read and just do what I love, which is I love going to coffee shops. So doing those kind of things that you love also is a really good mental release because it it, it helps you kind of, yet again, decompress in a, in a good way, not so much of let me – I'm going to use the coffee shop as a way to cover up what's going on. No, I'm going to use yeah, the coffee shop. Yeah, you're decompressing, not suppressing. Exactly. Exactly. Um and I would also say, you know, the spiritual part, you getting connected to the Father is huge. Yeah. Because I've gone into, like, my my study time and my prayer time, and it's just, I remember going in so many times, and it's just quiet, nothing's there. And sometimes God wants us to be quiet so He can actually speak. But in the moments I'm referring to, I went in because I didn't have really a good connection to the Father. So it got very mundane and like boring. And and finally, I just realized like I need to get connected to the Father first because then once I read the Word and then once I start praying, it just all makes sense yeah. because He's speaking in those um, in those still moments. And then physically, you know, with Peloton, we bought this Peloton bike and we're so hyped, so like, ah, it was amazing. And it still is, but we, yet again, myself included, we got in this kind of rut where we didn't do it for like three weeks. I think I was actually at four weeks. And it just became like this object in our room. And I had a friend, you know, they joked, they're like, it's going to become a coat hanger. And it kind of was for a little bit. And then I, you know, I had, I had text you and I said, listen, we're paying monthly for this thing. Like, let that be a motivation enough. Like, it's getting out of our bank account. But it also makes us feel so much better. I can't tell you, like you told me at first um, the other day when you did it, like you're just saying how you felt 
Yeah. Like, your day just like got better. It was, literally night and day, the amount of energy. And, like, I'll tell you, like, those the 5 a.m. is killer. Like, it oh, yeah. sucks when my alarm goes off. I mean, six, um, six whatever I wake up, that sucks, yeah, too. Yeah. And, so, I mean, it just totally sucks. But I'm just, like, just get up and, like, start. Right. And so, and, like, I do, and, you know, and I think it's also the magic of Peloton, the way that they train you um it is so positively led yeah that you feel good about yourself like you get on it could be like a 10 minute ride or you know a 20 oh, man, minute or whatever like it is bucks. and they just you know they're like good for you like you already won because you decided to get up and you like did do what this. most people like, won't exactly. do their entire day exactly yeah. and so it was like just getting up and doing it like, I already could check something off my list of saying, like, man, if I don't do anything right today, I did one thing for myself to better myself so that I could be healthy and I could be productive, yeah. um, be a better wife and be a better mom. And you might think that those don't coincide, but they do when I'm cranky and I, I'm sore or I'm whatever. And, you know, when I get up and I feel good and I have more energy and I just feel like I can conquer the world because I can get up and just do my freaking workout, yeah. <laughs> you know, those things really, really, really make a difference. And, I, and that was one of the things was like, not only that I struggled with, you know, just the way that I looked and, you know, y'all know, like if, if you've had a baby or whatever, the struggle is real. Okay. <laughs> and some of these mamas who got their bodies back, like, no, like super quick. I a little bit envy them and <laughs> like, it's just not my life. So struggle has just been real. And the way that my body is now after, you know, ha having Jude, it's just been, it's harder. I have to like relearn it and it's just crazy. And so, um, you know, not only feeling that mental weight of just the struggle of myself physically, I just like my body ached when I woke up and just that just exhaustion all yeah. the time like i was like oh my gosh is this what life is because it sucks like i hate hurting i hate being tired i hate never feeling rested yeah and so it's like all of those things so taking so you know doing my mental doing spiritual but then taking that physical aspect and saying i'm going to I'm going to get up. I'm going to tune into a community that is positive, that pushes me to be better, um, and that motivates me. And, like, it works. Yeah. Like, I, whether I see results in my body or not, which I know I will, but whether I see it or not, the way that it makes you feel, it's worth the money. Yeah. Like, it's worth having the community. It's worth the drive. And it's worth having some kind of energy and just yeah. – just, Oh, I don't even know. Like it's just good. It's it's and and that goes for anything. So yeah, like whatever for it us is. it's Peloton, yeah. but for you it could be CrossFit, it could be taking a, uh, a gym, morning. it could be going yeah. So like whatever physically gets you going, because even your physical health, that's gonna also impact your mental and spiritual yes. health. Because if you're always tired mentally, that's where depression sets in, that's where anxiety sets in. Um and that's kind of what I was talking about with those like like being in positions that allow vulnerability and not the yeah. good kind of vulnerability. Like, like I'm talking about the vulnerability that makes you susceptible to loneliness, susceptible to yeah. like depression and anxiety. If you don't take active steps to walk 
walk away from those kinds of things, you sometimes it's like leaving your door open to just invaders and saying, hey, I'm here. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I haven't worked out. I'm eating junk food. I haven't been in the word. (laughs) I don't go to sleep at a good time. Like you're leaving yourself open and susceptible to like everything to come your way and just like make your day the worst ever. And so it's taking those active steps. You know, um, and I, I highly doubt this friend listens to this podcast. Maybe one day they will, and they will hear this, and it'll be an encouragement. But I had a friend I grew up in high school with, and um, just like a lot of brokenness in this person's life and a lot of broken relationships and one thing that led to another, a lot of drinking and just um, hasn't life hasn't gone the way this person probably expected. And they had reached out to me at their all-time low, and I hadn't talked to this person in years. And I just said, listen, like the greatest thing you could do right now is prioritize your mental health. Yeah. Like that's if you can take care of that, a lot of the other things are gonna fall into place because exactly what Becca just said, when you're strong mentally and you have this fortitude, yeah, your job might not be the best job, and yeah, life might not be great, and you might not make as much money. But mentally, you're strong and you can get through it. Yeah. And so I referred this person to my life council. They went. And it's like literally, in fact, as soon as this podcast is over, I plan to text this person and just say, like, I'm proud of them. Because not only have they stuck it out with counseling and, like, they're seeing tons of gains there, but physically, this person is, like, doing jogging miles a day. Um, They're eating right spiritually they're doing right. So it's just like so many things and it was all, and this is what I want to tell you. Like if you're doing great spiritually and mentally, who in your life can you just reach out to and say, Hey, here, here's something that I'm doing. You know, I've noticed some, maybe some things going on in your life. I just want to tell you, this isn't like the the solution to everything, but Hey, prioritize your mental health, Mm -hmm. prioritize your spiritual health. Um, Listen, if you're a dad listening, the greatest thing you could do right now is not go make more money for your family. The greatest thing you could do is prioritize your mental and spiritual health because when you're strong, you're going to be strong for your family. Mm-hmm. And through that, guess what? Job promotion's going to come. Um, you're going to you're going to walk through life with a different outlook and a different mindset. And I think right now in our world, especially during COVID-19, I mean, we've watched depression and anxiety literally rise like never before because there's this isolation and community is not happening the way it used to happen. And people are realizing just how lonely they are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes life's lonely. But yet again, if you're strong mentally, you can walk through those lonely seasons. And sometimes those lonely seasons, I feel like the Lord allows them so that you can come back to him. Like, he's oh, just so sitting good. there and waiting That's for so you. And I remember there was a time where I just struggled. And I, like, literally felt like I had no one. And I remember I was, like, crying in the shower one night. And the Lord said, you know, it's sort of like what Josh said. Like, I miss you. Like, God is just like, do yeah. you understand that, like, you have me? I have been waiting and waiting and waiting for you. And so in those lonely times, 
think back to the last <clears throat> time you decided to have a conversation with the Lord well, and see if maybe that is what's going on and that you just need to, instead of trying to call your best friend or whoever it is, like you say, you know what, I'm going to spend some time in prayer. I'm going to spend some time with the Lord um, because in all honesty, the only one's going to do anything about it. So, you know, making that a priority and understanding that this lonely season might be more for your benefit than, you know, it is then it is bad. Yeah. And so those sometimes are very strategic <laughs> in how it yeah. works. And I think I'll end it with saying, turn off social media. Oh, like just yes. take a break. Yes. Um, when you can, That's when good. you feel yourself getting anxious or stressed out or your mental health depleting or whatever it is, whatever it is, if it is not bringing good things to you, if it is not, leading you closer to the Lord, just turn it off. Like spend some time in the word, get on your bike, get, do something productive that actually will benefit you. Um, rather than getting stressed out. Cause I have found myself multiple times where I'm like looking at social media and I'm like, I'm anxious or I'm sad or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I have got to just stop. I can't, I can't take any more of this in yeah. because it's just negative and there's so much negativity. And so, you know, take that time, be the positive light and create space. Yeah. And I just want to say this. I, I really felt in my heart um, to say this to someone who's listening. I just felt like the Lord just uh, brought whoever this is on my mind. I don't know who it is, but I just know your situation. I feel like there's someone listening. You've come to a new city and you don't really have a lot of relationships, a lot of friends. I just felt like the Lord wanted me to tell you during this season of not really having a lot of people, um, He wants you to take this season to know Him. Mm-hmm. And through that knowing Him, you're going to find fulfillment. You're going to find uh, this life that you've always dreamed of. And yeah, there's going to be some moments of struggle, some moments of vulnerability and pain. Um, but the Lord says He is actually holding you and He's actually sustaining you. And so just trust Him and that through this season that you're going to be a stronger, better person. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope today inspired you, gave you hope. And uh, we can't wait for you to join us around the table next Friday. We love you guys so much. We'll see you then. See ya.